0: Hello and welcome to the Monday's Penny Podcast. I am Eric Van Meter and I am tired, just like everybody else in higher education. This time of year, March, just seems to be the the time when everybody hits a wall. And you hit spring break and think, oh, I'm going to be fine on the other side. I'm going to catch my breath. But then when you come back on Monday after spring break it, you just pick up the stress right where you left off so it, it's a, a a difficult time i don't know that uh, it's any better or worse than any other work setting in the world it's just kind of the way it goes for us so i am trying to hold together my thoughts and this week I, i'm doing that with uh, something different so normally i write uh, my thoughts down in prose form essay form That's really what I was trained in, what I spent most of my time trying to perfect or at least approach some sort of perfection is is how to write clearly in prose. Sentences, paragraphs, images, narrative. That's where uh, I feel the most comfortable, where I spend most of my time. But about a year ago, I was talking with a a friend of mine, Nadia, who is a, a wonderful poet. And she was talking about poetry and writing and some of her processes and what she thought poetry did and I thought well okay I haven't written a poem since probably I was in college uh, with any seriousness so why not give it a shot and so I I started trying to, to write a little bit in that form and it's just so different because you, you're you're after a, a certain feeling, you're conveying images, but not always narrative, or at least not narrative in the way that I'm used to doing it. So it's been fun to try to write in that manner, but it's also been pretty challenging because I'm not used to it, and I would say it's also been challenging because people aren't used to reading in that format. So. On the rare occasions I show it to people, I get a lot of blank looks and a lot of, oh, okay. When I was in a, a book study with some of my students about a month ago, one of the the things that really stood out to me is the the author, Eugene Peterson, who's a, a marvelous author, at the very beginning of the, the chapter, quoted a uh, poem. I'm, I can't remember. I think it was uh, Gerald Manley Hopkins, but... Uh, I'm not sure on that, but it was a poem. And I asked the students, okay, interpret this poem for me. And eight of the nine did not know anywhere to start. And the ninth was someone who had studied poetry a little bit and was an avid reader and and had some of those skills. So maybe 10% of the people that I'm encountering every day, day in and day out, have read a poem in the last year. Uh, When I asked the group, the the eight uh, had not. So I've been thinking about how to uh, incorporate this into my own life and thought and writing and decided, well, it's worth a little bit of experimentation. So that's what I'm doing this week. Now, I... I Now, I hate it when authors try to explain their work because all you have are the words on the page. If you're a reader, that's all you get. You don't get me telling you what you should get out of it. So I don't want to do that. I don't want to fall into that trap, even though I'm probably more insecure about this than I am about most of what I write. But I do want to reference uh, a story because it, it it's hard to make sense of this without that story. It's a, a Bible story out of Genesis, or I'm sorry, out of Exodus, where the, the people have left Egypt. Moses is leading uh, the Hebrews toward the promised land. They're not anywhere close yet, but the first thing they do is, is they start complaining. God's parted the Red Sea. They're, they're out in the desert. They're free, and they say, we're just going to starve. At least we had food in Egypt, but Moses, you brought us out here to die. And so God sends manna, M-A-N-N-A. Uh, and it's a, a grain, a bread, sort of, from heaven. We sort of know this word. There are some cultural references for it. But the, the story is that, that this substance appears on the ground, and people go out, and they collect what they need for each day, only as much as you need for a day, unless it's a, a Friday. If it's a Friday, the Sabbath is Saturday, and so you, you pick up double on Friday so you don't have to work on the Sabbath. So if you take too much, though, if you get greedy with it, if you try to save it for the next day, then it spoils and it gets full of worms and full of mildew, so it, it gets really nasty. Whenever Jesus is... Uh, teaching the Lord's Prayer and says, give us this day our daily bread. It's referencing in part back to this story of manna. So I, I've been thinking about that story as I think about where we are this time of year and how I am tired uh, and how fatigue really makes you negative. So trying to, to figure out, okay, how, how, do you, how do you work your way through that? And so one of my questions is, well, why is today not enough? Maybe it should be. And so that's where these thoughts come from. So here, in brief poetic form, is this week's penny. So here, in poetic form, is this week's penny. And if you would like to see the the words on the page, which is, I think, really important for all writing, but especially poetry, you can go to mondayspenny.com, and no apostrophe, just mondayspenny.com, and uh, you can find the blog post there that's going to have this text on it. Here's the penny. Manna. Manna My portion is a smattering of crumbs I stoop to collect, like everyone, I suppose. I cannot know all the Lord has decreated, but there is more space between flecks than I think ought to be. The rule embedded in the universe is vacancy, substance the exception. So I bend together this wonder evaporating before my eyes. I pluck at morsels. Sweep them into a jar, screw the lid down tight, though I know already what morning will bring. My harvest fouled by worms, a lesson rising from the stench. Preservation is the work of fools, like me, spoiling the gift by the hoarding. Should I rise at dawn to find the miracle come once more? What then? I will marvel at the crumbs, gather with hopeful fingers, seal the jar again. I suppose, like everyone.